Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and responds to every movie, show, one-shot, and special presentation in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I am Al Rodriguez. And I'm Tony Camarena. And before we get into this week's episode, we want to ask you, uh, no, beg, beg of you to please follow us on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, I, all right, no, never mind. I, I need to switch those. We want to beg of you to please give us a, a rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app, and then also tell your friends. And then... If you want to, it's your choice. Follow us on Twitter. We are at MCU underscore Rewind. If you use a different social media app, let us know. We're considering using a different one, and we want to know where you all are. Um, I guess you can tell us that on Twitter or send us an email. Uh, We are MCURewind at gmail.com. No underscore in that email. And with that out of the way, today's episode is about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 5, Episode 17, titled The Honeymoon which premiered on April 13th of 2018. And as usual, here's a rundown of the episode. Ruby tracks Coulson and Talbot to the mountains, but Davy arrives... Daisy... I don't know who Davy is, but Daisy arrives just in time to save them. Deke ignores Daisy's directions to cover the escaping shieldies and tries to help Daisy as she fights Ruby. He is shot by Hale and her men, forcing the shield and Daisy to retreat. Deke is taken back to the lighthouse where Mac and Piper operate him and successfully save his life. May confronts Coulson about his recent actions and it eventually admits her feelings to, to him. Ruby, furious about her mother's attitude, decides to rebel and lock Hale in her own room. In Ruby's room, not her room. While she uh, takes over and works with the Werner von Strucker. Fitzsimmons and Yo-Yo travel to the Hydra facility in England, where they find the Super Element Chamber Pod thing. Uh, I know it has a name, but I'm calling it the Super Element Chamber Pod thing. Fitz damages one of the components to render it useless, but they are then surrounded by robot soldiers. Yo-Yo attempts to escape and call for backup, but she is forced to fight and kill Ivan, I- Anton Ivanov. Uh, this causes all the uh, robots to fall down Chitari style, uh, so, um, yeah, however, Ruby and, uh, Werner, uh, arrive and decide to capture Fitz and Simmons in order to have them repair the chamber. Meanwhile, Daisy helps Talbot contact his family, but this activates his brainwashing through his wife, who has either been working for or is being co- coerced by Hydra and Hale. Dun-dun-dun. Dun-dun-dun. <laughs> Alright, moving on to our fast facts. I left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Next stop, Cavity Town. Right on, little dude! You got super speed! I do? You didn't see that coming? What do you have, Al? Uh, so I actually have two. Two okay. fast facts. So the first one is um, um, more of like an error. Uh, I, uh, I forget the, fir- the phrase, the word that they use when this happens. But they made a mistake. Um, so in this episode, Yo-Yo uses her powers and realizes that her new arms don't work with those powers. Mm-hmm. But she did that already last week when she got Fitz out of the prison and put Mac inside of it. You are totally correct. I didn't even call yeah. that. 
Uh, and then the other one that I have is we see in this episode that uh, in order for Mac to get out of that prison thing, he he said what his code is, right? It's 62882, which is the same as my PIN number. Hmm. That's interesting. Not a lot of people have six-digit PIN numbers. Mm-hmm. Or five. Yep, or five. Five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, also the title, uh, The Honeymoon, because this is Fitz Fitz's Honeymoon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Leo Fitz and Gemma Fitz. Um, yeah, I can't. Couldn't think of anything else that would be a honeymoon. So I'm just go with the obvious one. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm trying to think about it. I don't usually try to until yeah. you bring it up for for this. And I've I've got nothing. Yeah. You, you you've usually got like two or three possibilities. Mm-hmm. Um. While preparing for to jump out of the Quinjet. Uh, Simmons notices that she that Fitz has no problems with the uh, straps this time, which is a reference to the season one episode Fizzed, when uh, he messes he gets messed up with the straps and can't jump after Simmons and Ward has to go save her. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Talbot in this episode refers to the human passing robots as a skin job, which is a derogatory uh, a term for the human passing robots in Battlestar Galactica. So for being a for a, I'm guessing a four star general or a three star general, a guy who's you know committed to the military, he's well versed in science fiction. I'm proud of that he can diversify. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, definitely. But I mean, you know, before he made it that far in the military, I'm sure he had a lot of sitting around do nothing time. Yeah, you know, yeah. guarding and all that stuff. And finally, uh, I don't think this was an intentional Easter egg but it connects to one of my favorite things, so I'm going to say it. Uh, Ruby's, uh, when Ruby faces down with Daisy, she says, I don't want to be you. I want to beat you, which is one of the worst lines ever written. Um, and Daisy says, well, you can certainly try. That's a catchphrase of Matthew Mercer, the DM of Critical Role, whenever one of the players want to try something uh, stupid. She, he says, well, you can certainly try. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, Critical Role. Uh, started in 2015, so very good chance that one of the writers possibly saw it. <laughs> yeah, okay. Three-year difference here. Probably two based on when they wrote the episode. Yeah. So, okay. But yeah, that's still cool. been around for a bit. Mm. Yeah. And those are my fast facts. All right. Uh, move on to our heroes. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Prove it. Prove what? That you're Peter Parker. I don't carry an ID with me, you know, it kind of defeats the whole anonymous superhero thing. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Where should we start, Al? Oh, boy. Um, let's see. So I have Fitzsimmons and Yo-Yo together, mm-hmm. and I did not group anyone else together. Um, so if you have a preference, I'm good with yeah. Let's start with Fitzsimmons and Yo-Yo, because I do have those guys okay. grouped together, too. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, I like how they, they chose to start at the most likely location, and they didn't have to go anywhere else. So So that's good. Because um, they had like mm-hmm. a list of what three or four different places where they could have gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, most times it's never the first place you go. But what if it was? Because sometimes mm-hmm. you do just get lucky. 
Yeah. Well, listen, it's always the last place you go because then you stop going to the other places. Yeah. I mean, this was literally the last place they went. Mm -hmm. Um, I was confused for a second when Simmons said it was good to be home. I was like, does she live in Hedfordshire, England? Or just being in England, apparently. I assume it's just being in England, you know, with um, all the clouds everywhere and bad food. I guess I don't think they stop for food. I've, I've got nothing after that. Yeah, I've been to England. It has good food, but they only do like three or four things really well. And I was there for six days and I got sick of it by the time I left. <laughs> ah, okay. Was one of them Indian food? No, I actually regret oh. not getting the Indian food <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> um, So I've, I've, I've never been out there. Uh, and mm-hmm. Indian food, not a thing, not something I like at all. Uh, but I, I've heard someone say a phrase once that I guess a lot of people agree with. It's uh, saying something is as British as Indian food to say it's very British because they, mm-hmm. they love it there. Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's a national dish or it's just London's dish, but like their dish is tiki marsala, oh, okay. which <laughs> is Indian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah. The other thing I regret is we walked in and walked out uh, because it was too full, uh, but there was an American themed restaurant. I really, I was really, when I saw that, I was really excited to go, but it was like an hour and a half wait. So apparently American style food, real popular in London. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's the only place you can get that much uh, deep fried anything. That's true. That can't be true. That can't be true. Uh, Uh, Yeah, that's not fish. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the only place you can get that that many, that size of a portion, I assume. It's the only, it's the only place with onion rings that go to that height in their tower. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Six. Six onion rings tower. Mm-hmm. Which they measure in meters. So it's probably like a quarter meter. Okay. I was like six yeah. meter tower? Yeah. <laughs> well, I meant six rings, and then yeah. I thought, okay, well, how many how far would that get? That's probably a quarter. I get I don't know. They have to be thick rings. I don't know how far a meter like I can't envision that in my head it's always been envision a yard but even that like three feet at that point i'm like <laughs> I, I don't I know say it's a yard. <laughs> yeah. like i i can guess but there's no way i'm that close i don't go around measuring things not anymore <laughs> <laughs> well i used to, i used to play a game tabletop game and i'd have to measure things a lot well so yeah yeah <laughs> well yeah but that's by one inch squares at least if it's D rules is one inch square equals five feet yeah uh yeah i did that no it was a uh, warhammer so there yeah. was a lot of like tape measure stuff and like that yeah so way off topic way okay. off topic of course uh, we have to yeah. yeah so i've been uh <laughs> watching this youtube channel called trope talks or it's okay. it's called it's a series within another channel so but it's like um this person just goes through movie, TV, book tropes and like breaks them down and stuff like that. And I have a playlist of like 75 episodes that she's made. So I just watch them when I have like 10 or 15 minutes. And the last episode I watched was Grimdark. Uh, so she went real deep into the uh, Warhammer lore, which I have okay. no idea what the Warhammer lore was. <laughs> oh, was it is like, crazy if you don't know anything about it. It's like, yeah. what the hell is this? <laughs> Yeah, she just kept throwing things out. It's like I thought it was mm-hmm. just orcs. I thought it was like futuristic, like D and D, like Star Pathfinder, Starfinder. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, it's not. There's like the Borg 
but with like xenomorphs in it. And Mm -hmm. yeah, Mm -hmm. I know I'm telling you stuff you already know. (laughs) Yep. But I was completely surprised. (laughs) Yeah. Well, um, so I'm I'm assuming she focused only on the future because there's two different games. Like there's Warhammer Fantasy and Warhammer 40,000. 40K. 40K. Which is what I all thought all Warhammer was. Ah, yep, exactly. Yeah. Which is fair. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's a crazy thing. I've been considering getting back into it. Um, I would need to start fresh. So I've Ugh. decided because um, my friends have been trying to get me into Magic the Gathering. Ooh, and oh, no. As someone who is financially involved in tabletop RPGs and have a lot of those, I can't afford another expensive hobby. I can't do oh. Warhammer. I can't do oh. Magic the Gathering. Because <laughs> I need some money for food and mortgage. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got to you gotta limit yourself to, you know, one, maybe two, really depend. Like, like, like when you do a second, you got to stop the first, like stop investing mm-hmm. in the first one. You can keep doing it, just... You're not buying anything else for it, so it's, yeah, uh, yeah. But I'm on the edge of buying a 3D printer for my minis for D and D, so <laughs> that's not stopping. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, um, all right, hey, Tony. Yeah. Do Do you want to talk about uh, Fitzsimmons and Yoga? I was actually going to ask you what classes you think they'd be in RPGs, but we'll do that another time. <laughs> okay, that sounds fair. That sounds fair. <laughs> um, they just. Well, I know Fit uh, Simmons doesn't really care, I guess. But they just got over the fact that Fitz was like evil like three days ago. So, I'm, yeah, sort of, kind of, right? I mean, they're 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 on a mission, yeah. right? So they they know that, or what is it? In their minds, the three of them are invincible, right? They've said mm, that. That's, that's why true. they're going on this mission because they don't want to put anyone else in harm's way. They know they'll be fine. They'll live. They know mm-hmm. that Fitz and Simmons get through, you know, together at least as far as whatever happens with with the fallout of him being evil again. Um, because they know that they have a kid in the future, right? At least yeah. their their mindset is the future cannot be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Fitz's mindset, and I I think Simmons has turned around to it, or or is just hoping that that's correct. I'm actually not sure because she didn't seem to completely believe him before, but now she wants to. Maybe she believes him because she wants to. That that also puts in the question: Why are they on this mission? If 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 the future can't be changed, and they're sure about that, why attempt? Uh, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, why why do anything? Yeah. I mean, eh. yeah, the, I know the real thing. First of all, there would be no plot. But also it's mm-hmm. like yeah. <laughs> the idea that, hey, let's try to change the future. But then they're being reckless. If the che- future is permeable, they're being reckless right now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But hey, maybe if they are reckless and they die, then they change the future for the better. They that's don't true. know. We yeah. don't know. They'll never know, right, if they die. That's um, true. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah. yeah, that's 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 the thing about the time travel stuff, right? Like they if you tell someone to hey, you have to do something different, what would you think? Like, okay, well, I would do X. Well, hold on, but I know I can't do X, so I'm gonna do Y. Oh, but but I was probably told this last time, so I would have done mm-hmm. Y. So well, yeah, I'll we, do I think Z. we've talked about Wait. this every single yeah. episode since they've come back. 
Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, they're just always going to do the same thing. Like you need yeah. something to change it, which apparently mm. you don't need anything to change it, as we've learned from uh, the only season so far of Loki. It just things just happen. That's how you get variants. Well, yeah, yeah, that that's true, and that may or may not come up in the future <laughs> in the shield. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. And then again, they um, also change things in. Uh, what what was the one that they changed it? No, no, it wasn't Loki. It was uh, yeah, in Loki they also kind of changed it at the end too a little bit. Anyway, that's a debate yeah. whole sale debate that I think we, yeah, I'm yeah. sure we will have. Um, we, but anyway, at least yes. when we're reviewing Loki two or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah, oh boy. All right. Anyway. Mm-hmm. All right. The reason I brought up them getting over evil fits is because we see a. <laughs> I I don't know if it's evil fits or socially awkward fits coming up a bit when he mentions that to Yo Yo after she breaks the lock with her robo arms, saying that maybe having your arms cut off weren't all bad. <laughs> oh, I. Okay, I didn't think of it as that way. I just thought it was like, hey, this is a cool thing, and he just forgot that it's. Oh yeah, she has okay. this cool upgrade for a really bad reason, right? It's so like it's socially awkward fits. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. I'm thinking it's like saying, oh, hey, there's a silver lining to this horrible thing that happened to you. Mm-hmm. But he, you know, socially awkward, just said it like in a way that like, oh, man, I regret that the second I said it. But I said it. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we've all been there. Well, we have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, they uh, find Ivanov uh, leading security, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And... Uh, I wrote this down. I don't exactly know the context. It was right before a commercial break. Yo-Yo says uh, to to him or about him is like a man who can't die. Marveloso or Marveloso. I have a terrible Spanish accent. <laughs> uh, Maravilloso. Whatever. But the Spanish word for marvelous. <laughs> uh, at this point, we've been doing uh, the podcast for nine months, roughly, uh, when this aired. I firmly believe she ripped us off when I say mar- have a marvelous day. The idea of saying the word marvelous in any language ripping us off. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, so you're saying back in 2018 when this episode aired, mm-hmm. we had we had been doing our MCU Rewind podcast mm-hmm. for, for nine months. Oh, my God. Oh, I I forget that we've been doing it that long. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was stuff. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Wow. So, so yeah. So, obviously, uh, one of the writers was listening to our podcast at this time. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yes, of course. I'm sure. I don't know which. Mm-hmm. I, like, I'm sure I was saying "Have a marvelous day" already. I probably said at the first of the, end of the first episode, just on a whim. <laughs> probably, yeah. And then you just kept it going. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you. Yeah. It does. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. So the, they good. successfully destroy the gizmo that would mm-hmm. make a, a super duper Creel Crusher Creel guy. So that's good. Good for them. Yeah. Uh, mission success, I guess. Well, kind of until they get stopped and unsuccessed. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Then they get shot at and all of that stuff yeah. stopped. <laughs> um, again, I don't want to relitigate this because we just talked about it for a few <laughs> minutes. Oh, no. But Fitz and Simmons, uh, like, it kind of, uh, well, never mind. We're not there yet. I'm not going to get there yet. Let's keep talking about this stuff. I'm sorry. 
Uh, <laughs> I know, right? It's 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 so hard to not talk about time travel on this over and yeah. over. Um, yeah, I, we 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 really need to make a rule where we just like one minute max per episode until we get to the season finale. Maybe when we do that, then we can talk more about it because maybe they'll answer more stuff. I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe. Um, so yeah, they destroy the component and security comes in and, uh, Yo-Yo's arms freak out, um, Mm -hmm. cause her pain. So she decides they need to split up and Fitz and Simmons are never splitting up again. They're not allowed to. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So having, setting a rule like normally, like a normal couple, um, if you set that rule where you never leave each other's side anymore, that's that was a little crazy. But for them, good idea. It's, yeah. it's good thinking. Yeah, they've, they've been through enough. No, no, no need to to chance that uh, again. Right. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler feel... for t- the other two seasons after this. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work out that well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say. I'm not going to spoil it. It's not a spoiler to say a significant thing happens in the season finale. Because uh, mm-hmm, significant mm-hmm. things happen in season finales. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I think we need to track from now until the season finale if they actually are in two different locations. <laughs> okay. I like yeah. it. <laughs> um, yeah. So they get, uh, so Yo-Yo decides she's going to go for the Quinjet and um, Fitzsimmons are going to hold off the evil robots. Uh mm-hmm. Saying that this is their honeymoon, uh, Simmons says protecting England from evil robots with the man I love is the perfect honeymoon. That's a pretty cool honeymoon, yeah, yeah. And then I've seen th- something happens in this moment that I don't think has ever happened in at least the five previous seasons of Shield, possibly in all of Marvel. A gun jammed. <laughs> <laughs> It happens, but you're you know, right. It does, yeah. it does happen. <laughs> Not in <laughs> this corner of fictional universe. Yeah, exactly. It's just the... It's not like they roll a die and, oh, hey, the gun jammed, right? Mm-hmm. Not like an RPG where it randomly happens. No, it's... Yeah. It's unfortunately, it's the writers wanting that to happen is what it feels like. Or I, is it time? Time? Like testing if they're um, testing if they're going to survive. <laughs> I don't know. Oh yeah, that's true. Because you yeah, know, random right. chance is not so random when messing with time travel. That's true. Yeah, because they both live. They both go on in in the future. Apparently, so yeah, yeah, you're right. But luckily, Yo Yo uh, takes down Ivanov, uh, and. Uh, because they didn't learn from either the Chitari, which the Hy- Hydra knows a lot about, or as much as any human knows about, or mm-hmm. from Star Wars Episode One, <laughs> not to link every one of the, your army to one being or location. Yeah, that was a weird one. Um, I mean, sure, I guess. Well, okay, so I guess it makes enough sense in that you know we we know that these other robots their technology comes basically from Ivanov, right? From his mm-hmm. body. Ivanov uh, and Ada, yeah. Yeah, and, and Ada. I mean, she's gone, but like what Hale has access oh, to yeah. is yeah, just yeah. Ivanov's body, right? And so 
I guess it makes sense that he would be a, a beacon for for mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think like where we see these robots just by themselves. And we actually have seen them, right? They were on the ship, the Principia, yeah. uh, before. And I can't think of anywhere else. I mean, without him, uh, the fir- when the uh, Yo-Yo loses his arms, her, that's, her arms. That's true, yeah. They're they're with um, Ruby. With Ruby, yeah. Uh, they're, maybe they're just... M- maybe people have uh, mobile... Um, like mobile transmitter, mobile control mm-hmm. things. And so in this scenario, Ivanov was one of them. And then in other scenarios, Ruby is one of them, right? Like she has, maybe that's part of her suit. There's something inside of her, uh, like a computer, like on her back or something that controls them. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> then that just seems like poor foresight. To, well, Ivanov is cocky. Mm-hmm. It's like his, his cockiness is like, I will not be defeated. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I mean, unless you're fighting um, aliens or the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., what are the chances that Ivanov is going to be the one who dies, right? I mean, yeah, right? He has died. Well, he says in this he's died dozens of times, and now he can't feel pain. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, he's a robot. He just turned off the pain. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But, I mean, he died, like, of those dozens of times. I'm sure half of those times were, like, at the end of season uh, four. Because we just saw a bunch of bodies there, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. And then I'm sure Hale had to experiment, or yeah. whoever was doing the tech work—not Hale, but someone was. So, That's true. Uh, so Yo-Yo kills him by like tackling him outside out a window, right? Mm-hmm. And she says, "I looked up the translation in Spanish." She says, "Now you'll stay dead," but his brain is somewhere else, so he mm-hmm. probably won't stay dead. Probably not. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll okay. be back. Cool. <laughs> I don't remember, but I'm sure he will be. Yeah. And then this is the part I almost skipped to. Back to um, Fitz and Simmons. Uh, Ruby and Von Strecker find them and threaten to kill Simmons if he doesn't fix the chamber, and Fitz complies. But if the future can't be changed, Simmons isn't going to die. So why did he comply? <laughs> you don't want to chance it. <laughs> Right. Yeah, you I mean, do, like, you can save the world. <laughs> I mean, I, if well, it was any, I mean, this is a problem it, with going to on a mission with a loved one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because even though he knows they'll make it out, but then again, uh, there, he had a line, right? I think I, I you know, it might have been in next week's episode. I can't remember. Yeah. But there was a line where he said, "I never had a choice," right? Because even when like. The very first, if we assume the first time when they went through this, where they did not go into the future, mm-hmm. then this is exactly what would have happened, right? He would have, like, he would not have had a choice. Like, he was like, yeah, obviously, I'm going to do this to save Simmons, right? Like, that that's not a decision he chooses against, right? That's the first time. And in the future, you're every other, however many times mm-hmm. this, they've gone through this loop, is it really a choice? You're like, well... I could save the world, maybe, sort of, possibly. We don't know that. And if we, and if that happens, she is guaranteed to be dead, and me also. Or I could save us both by fixing this machine, and maybe we can change things later. I, I feel like the math really is the let's do what we can to stay alive. Like they, they don't know. They have absolutely no idea what in the future is the thing that destroys the planet. So yeah, I you are right, mm-hmm. but 
also, and this is from outside's perspective, I'm not in love with Simmons. I'm quite fond of the character, but I don't think I have the relationship that Fitz has with her. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So it's just like, yeah, risk something, try something you know did not happen in the past. <laughs> it could save the future. The worst case, <laughs> worst case scenario is the world ends. <laughs> True, yeah. There yeah. is no worse thing. <laughs> True. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So, mm-hmm. just saying. Yep. Fitz shouldn't, com- shouldn't have complied. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, talking about other people who do or do not comply. Uh, oh, actually, I got, oh, actually, yeah, one more. other thing. Um, okay. th- yeah, there was one other thing. Uh, it was during this section, uh, Yo-Yo was talking to Fitzsimmons. Um, so she admitted, cause I guess she actually, I, I realized that we as the audience know this, but no one else in the, on the team, on the shieldies know this, that future yo-yo told that yo-yo exactly how to save the future. They have to let Colson die. Mm-hmm. So this is the first time Fitzsimmons are hearing this and I'm sure none of the other shieldies know this yet. So, uh, that was, that was a big thing that they, they showed in the episode, right? Oh, they yeah. were like, uh, she says it and. And they play the dramatic music and all mm. that. I think they went to commercial. I don't know. I watch it on Probably. Disney Plus. I don't have commercials, so. Yeah. But it does fade to black, and then the same sound, or usually <laughs> fades to black, and then the same musical beat hits right when it comes back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that's the last I have for them. All right, uh, got a little bit for Colson, and well, just Colson. I said Colson Talbot, but it's all about him. <laughs> Um, they're lost in the Trident Range. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily for them, when Robin drew the picture of three mountains together, mm-hmm. the Trident Range, which is a real range in uh, on the border of Alberta and British Columbia up in Canada, um, real lucky those are the only mountains that have three of them close together. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yeah. And really lucky also... Um, that she drew those trees in that specific uh, orientation. Yeah. yeah, arrangement, yeah. Because um, those, I bet, were also used, I guess, to find. Because, I mean, yeah, you can find the, the mountains, but <laughs> they're still running around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean... You look, you knowing the sci-fi-ness of the MCU, human body signs and stuff like that, it's not too unbelievable that if you found the right area, you'd be able to locate them. Yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. In this sci-fi world, it wouldn't be that hard. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, yes, but Ruby finds them as they're being chased. Uh, and uh, Daisy uh, encounters them because they do find them through the awesome pictures that Robin has. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. My next part's about Deke. So just talking about this fight with Daisy real quick. Pretty cool fight. Yeah. Yeah. Daisy and Ruby fight. Daisy wins the snow fight. That's yeah. it. And I mean, I feel like I, maybe I'm just being real heartless. Yeah. Let Simmons die. Uh, Deke gets shot, just quickly shatter uh, Ruby's head and then leave. Like, you have quake powers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, Daisy isn't that kind of murderous person, but like, 
but also you have the quake powers. You can you can go a little stronger. Like you don't have to be the knock them out. You can be like, let's break a few bones. Yeah, and right. also, um, yeah, also, end of planet Earth. <laughs> as, I mean, yes, but she doesn't know that, right? And again, they don't know what they do to stop it. I yes. She knows that Ruby, there's a good chance Ruby's going to try to take a power. The team know that because they know oh, they the, hail, the hail told them what previous episode or two episodes ago that uh, she wants Ruby to be the destroyer of worlds or Ruby wants to be destroyer of worlds. That's what she was bred for. But she thinks mm-hmm. Daisy's a better person for it. But Ruby is focused on doing mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So she Daisy thinks, hey, now there's two possibilities. Let's eliminate one of those possibilities. The <laughs> the loose cannon. <laughs> True. Okay. All right. All right. I'm just like, this is the end of the world. You can't keep being nice. <laughs> <sighs> but but nice has gotten them very far. They've always won by being nice. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, no. They've... N- they don't win until they get brutal. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> like when they fight. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that the last fight time, against... Mm-hmm. The last time oh. they were nice, S.H.I.E.L.D. fell. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. <laughs> like they, The second time what, they what, were nice, another S.H.I.E.L.D. fell. <laughs> the third yeah, time they right. were nice, to Daisy, S.H.I.E.L.D. fell again. <laughs> All right, fine. I guess you're <laughs> right. When when they fought Gordon, they were not nice there. That was no. that was pretty brutal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Remember when in the end of season one, when Coulson just walked in the room and exploded a guy? Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. He, and then he just left. Yeah. That was it. He knows what that gun does now. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Okay. Stop yeah, you're right. being nice. And start being real. Wait, no, wrong show. But you get what I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. What show? Uh, I, real, uh, real world. Oh, okay. Never people seen stop, an episode of that. People so. stop okay. being night. That I watched it briefly as a kid, but that's like famously the introductions, like when people stop being nice and start being real. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, got it. Yeah. Also, Shield, come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're right you're right they're all super spies they're used to fight yeah okay you're right yeah mm-hmm. all right uh deke starts bleeding out and instead of letting this person who should not live in this time die they save him so they don't end the threat <laughs> or a threat i yeah. actually have no problem with this i want deke to live <laughs> yeah he's not a horrible person or character no. yeah okay yeah one thing we're missing, though, is that uh, Fitz and Simmons don't know this is happening. You'd think they would get like some drama out of that, their future grandson dying. Like, from a writer's perspective. Yeah, but right now, Fitz really hates him, and Simmons is like, eh, he's okay. Well, that's the so... thing. Is like, <laughs> that's why the drama is like, maybe it will show that Fitz cares a little bit about him. Or at least... Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. That's that's the hard thing, right? Like, I don't know. I'll never be in that situation. Probably never be in that situation. Uh, so I don't know. You know, if I... you know who also thought that fits. <sighs> that's true. He did think about that exact scenario because he read it in a book and was like, this will never happen. Yeah. Grandfather. There he is. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so we get uh, one person with some basic training in field medicine and a mechanic to fix him up. And it worked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, just just enough. All right, I mean, they they had access to information about like the the basics. So, like, okay, sure. I mean, they're as nothing as, major, right? They just yeah, pulled no, a, a bullet out, pulled a bullet out, and then like sewed up an artery. All right. Yeah, I'm going to tell you, as someone who's done multiple projects by just following the steps on YouTube or on <laughs> how to wiki. Doesn't always go great the first try. That's true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. Anything else for? I guess Deke Mac and Piper. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. Looking at my notes. Um. Not a thing. Yep. Yep. And then finally, I have a little bit for like May and uh, Colson's like heart to heart, or really. May yelling mad at Coulson and telling Coulson to shut up, which he needs right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. He's making a bunch of dumb decisions. He's being ridiculously reckless and May is like not cool with it. And they've known each other and have a relationship where they can <laughs> talk to each other about that. Yeah, exactly. And then so uh, during or right after school to him for that, she she says uh, uh, she says that uh, she loves him and then she mm-hmm. walks away. Just to mess with them. Yep. I mean, that's the way you do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I have for our heroes. Unless you have anything else. No, yeah, it's the same Same for me. I, uh, like I told you off air, Tony, it's been three and a half weeks since I watched yeah. this. So yep. I was, I, I'm surprised I remembered as much as I did. But yeah. I think my notes were just better than I expected them to be. Good. Let's hope <laughs> it holds up for next week. Yeah, yeah we'll see. All right, well, in that case, let's take a quick uh, break for an ad, and then we'll talk about some villains. Welcome to Baston Robbins. Would you like to try our mango fruit blast? And Jerry's named a flavor after me, so... Stark raving hazelnuts. Not bad. Excuse me, miss. You know anything about a lady blowing a hole through the roof of that blockbuster over there? Witness says she was dressed for laser tag. Tony, you are a really cool guy. You you. have superpowers I'm not supposed to tell anyone about. but. What is the one thing that can make you even cooler? Having more superpowers? That's right. Cool guy sunglasses. But for some reason, (laughs) for some reason, they all look weird on you. So the second best thing that'll make you cooler is cybernetic enhancements for your superpowers. Some time ago, a friend of mine lost both of her arms. It sucked. But eventually, she got an upgrade in the form of two bionic arms. The problem was... Her new arms didn't work with her powers. They were designed for normal people, non-powered people like her and Tony. Uh, Which is where this week's sponsor comes in, Superior Prosthetics, the only company on the market that creates personalized prosthetics for the super-powered. Superior Prosthetics created a pair of arms that didn't seize up when my friend used her powers and yo-yoed around. And someday, when Tony inevitably loses a leg or something... He'll call up Superior Prosthetics to create a new leg prosthetic that works with his powers, whatever they are. 
Use promo code MCU Rewind to get Tony to sign your new prosthetics. You know, like the cast. Yep. Uh, that actually is like a running joke I do with my wife. Um, I was recently diagnosed with sciatica in my right leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it hurts a lot some days. And I asked Elise, my wife, if she could just cut off my leg and install a cool robot leg. And like, she always refuses. But now that we have <laughs> this, maybe she will. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I mean, you. I, I assume you have okay health insurance. Uh, you're, yeah. you're a teacher. You work for the government. A government entity. Yeah, I do work for a government entity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, that's probably the one of the few good things working as a teacher. You get pretty <laughs> good health insurance. <laughs> okay. All right, moving on to our villains. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. The hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. American healthcare. I mean, Ruby. And <laughs> <laughs> eh, potato tomato. <laughs> so Ruby, uh, being as reckless as Coulson was last, last episode... Mm-hmm. She uses a teleportation device that could have sent her to Antarctica or the middle of the ocean because they don't know how it works. Luckily, it gets sent to Canada. Yeah, I had the exact same note. Like, she uses that and hopes she doesn't end up in the ocean. Like, all right, good also, for her. That's... I didn't even think about this. They teleported really... Well, did they teleport really close or did Hale also use a teleportation device to get there with the other people? I, I think Hale also used... Well, mm-hmm. Then how did they yes, get back? Yeah. yeah, Hale did. Hale used it. Yeah. All right. How did they get back? I assume they have a radio or a cell phone to call someone uh, at their base phones. to tell them. Yeah. Cell phones ruin everything. I know, right? Ugh. Okay. All right. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, there's a... I don't know why I wrote this note twice. There's a showdown with Daisy, which we talked about... <laughs> The hero section. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she loses because yep. she's never, probably never fought a powered person before. I guess. No, that's not true. Like in the previous episode, she fought Crusher Creel and, and, and she was like, probably, she did okay. Yeah. Yeah. She bested Yo-Yo. I mean, mostly cutting her off her arms, but still she beat someone. <laughs> that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. With that cool weapon. I don't, I don't know how that weapon works. It's not. It's not like Xena. I assume there's technology in this thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I assume it's made of vibranium and doesn't obey the laws of physics much like Cap Shield. Oh, okay. All right. Well, that could work. Maybe, maybe that's it. I mean, it's they—they they are Hydra after all, so yeah, they might have access to it. Yeah. yeah, it's if they wanted to get more brutal in Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they could have had. Um, uh, I always forget his name. Walker. Uh, oh, the new... The fake uh, cap. The, yeah. yeah, fake cap. Yep. John? Uh, John Walker? John Walker, yeah. They could have had John Walker sharpen his shield, his fake shield. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. That, that would have been bad. <laughs> yeah. We'll wait till he shows up in... Is he going to be in Thunderbolts? <laughs> I assume so. Yeah, Let's I assume yes. I think so. I, I think okay. he is actually. 
Yeah, it wouldn't uh, surprise me if uh, the Contessa gave him a sharp shield. Yeah, I wonder how well that would bounce, though. Maybe I wonder if that's the issue. I don't... Again, I don't think laws of physics <laughs> matter. It mm-hmm. slices through somebody, but bounces off solid things. Okay, all right. Just it just like, depends on how you throw it. Yeah, just like the shield, uh, cap shield, uh, bounces off some things sometimes, and then embeds itself in trees other times. Mm-hmm. Or walls. Yeah. yeah, I don't think I've seen it bounce off of a tree. Wait, did it bounce off of a tree in Falcon yeah. and the Winter Soldier when yeah. he was practicing? I, uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I believe so. All right. Well, never mind that. <laughs> I have seen it bounce off of a tree, probably. I'm not going to pull up Disney Plus right now to check. We are yeah, talking neither about Ruby. <laughs> yes. All right. Um, Hale locks her up and takes away all her posters. Uh, Rude. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Werner von Strucker comes in and shows that they figured out how to fix the infusion chamber. So. Ooh. They trick mom, Hale, into coming in the room and locking her up. Like throwing mm-hmm. her over a shoulder and then locking her up. Yeah. 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 R- Ruby said to her mom, she's like, hey, you're you're my one weakness. So yeah. she has to yeah. listen to her. So like, all right, I'll actually, just get rid of her. Yeah, I was wondering if it was brainwashing or maybe like red room pheromone thing. But no, it's just being her mother. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Being her mom. And I mean, I'm sure there's a little bit of like, hey, uh, I'm also kind of controlling you from not having any other friendships. Right. Because yeah. there's no one else on this base anymore. It's yeah. really just them two. That one assistant that Hale has. And mm-hmm. I guess now we've got some other people like Creel and um, Von Strucker. Yep. Yeah. And Ivanov sometimes. Yeah, true. Yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's all I have. I have a little bit for Von Strucker, but we just kind of talked about it, so. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, moving on to Guy in the Chair. Guy in the Chair. And I turn the corner and I see this guy drop his backpack. He's getting all up in his face. And right before he's about to throw the first punch, Katie comes out of nowhere, steps right between us, and starts screaming the lyrics to Hotel California. What? It's the art of confusion. Works great on stupid people. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Uh, Talbot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I like how he takes everything Coulson said in stride. Like, Coulson was like, yeah, uh, sorry we couldn't get you sooner. I really regret that, but we were stuck in the future. (laughs) Talbot's like, oh, okay, cool, moving on. Yeah, he may make some comment about it being like some sci-fi freak show or something like that. It's like, yeah, that's that's basically our life. Yeah, I, I actually kind of wish I wrote that down because I remember when he said it, it was actually a cool line. It was like, oh, man, you is something like you live in some fourth dimension, something, something. He said fourth dimension and then something else, too. I can't remember, but it, yeah. it was a cool line. Um, but yeah, he just. Like, no matter what's wrong with his head, right? Because he, he has you know, brain injury and all that stuff. He keeps having issues. But no matter what's wrong with him, he still knows that the Shieldies just have some crazy life. And they're just doing mm-hmm. stuff that he'll never do. <laughs> and yeah. he is thankful for it. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then, yeah, he uh, 
he feels like he's the failure. Uh, he let down his wife, his country, the Air Force, everything he loves. Just really, and he knows that like last time he spoke to his son, he scared his son. So he really wants to talk mm-hmm. to his family again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So Daisy lets it happen. And apparently his wife's been compromised. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. You think she's still alive after this? Yes, because they oh, need okay. some. I think they need something to hold oh. over Talbot in case something happens. Yeah, it's a good point. They need some kind of leverage. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. All right. Anything else for General Glenn Talbot? <laughs> nope. I've got nothing for him. All right. How about twelve percent of the plan? Not a thing. How about you? I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, uh, what? Uh, well, how would you rate this episode, Al? Or you're <laughs> you're giving us a... Uh, no, I'm supposed to think of a thing, right? Yeah, yeah, it's your turn. Yeah. Oh, man. I didn't do it. How oh, many... No. Uh, Robots linked to one mind. Are you going to give this episode? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to go with three. I think it was, yeah. it was pretty middle of the road. I, I really liked the Fitzsimmons and Yo-Yo part of the story. Um, yeah. You know, them together, especially when they're like, yeah, we're invincible. And then me or us in the audience, I'm like, yeah, okay. I guess, I guess if they're invincible. Then they're, they're safe. Go ahead. Do all the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're not doing that crazy of things, but all right. It's still pretty cool. Um, yeah, and the rest of it was was pretty good. So yeah, I'm, yeah, uh, three out of five. How about you? Yeah, uh, same three out of five. Uh, for the same positives, uh, the negatives. I think it was like Fitzsimmons Yo Yo got stuff to do, uh, important stuff to do, and Mac and Mason was good. But I think stuff with Daisy, Deke, and then therefore Mac is just because we need the extra drama and they didn't want to kill Ruby off quite yet. So they just, they're stalling and it felt like a stalling tactic that I didn't like. Yeah, that's true. This episode was like the direct, it was directly after last week's episode. Like they wanted to do a a two hour episode, but weren't allowed to for some reason. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Well, then in that case, let's close this on out. Hey, everyone, join us next week. We will continue our rewinds for Season 5 of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. with Episode 18, titled All Roads Lead. In the meantime, uh, follow us on Twitter if you want to. Uh, But more importantly, give us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Uh, If you want to email us um, to let us know how well we're doing or have any kind of feedback for us at all, you can also email us at uh, mcurewind at gmail.com. This is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, signing off. Have a marvelous day. Our honeymoon.